Welcome into the wrap-up podcast. The best in news and sports stories from this week at Gainesville.com and Gatorsports.com. We're brought to you by the Gainesville Sun and the USA Today Network. I'm your co-host, Brad McClinney, the staff photographer here at the Gainesville Sun. And I'm Javon Harris, your breaking news and social justice reporter. Well, it's great to see you again, Javon, for another week. Yeah, good to see you too, Brad. How's it going? I'm doing well, doing well. There's a lot of crazy news we've been having this week. Um, to say you the st- least. <laughs> Why don't you start us off with something? Well, Brad, in the wake of a horrific shooting at an elementary school in Texas, Alachua County graduations will see extra security this week, according to school officials. With local high school graduation ceremonies taking place on UF's campus, police will expand their presence at the Phillips Center for the Performing Arts and the O'Connell Center. Bags will also be checked by the event staff at both locations, and families will have to walk through metal detectors. Since the start of 2022, Florida has seen two school shootings, one at Seminole High School on January 19th, and the other at North Gardens High School on March 9th. District leaders said Wednesday that more must be done to keep children and school staff safe. In our first sports story today, I've got a bit of an update on the University of Florida softball team. The Gators are preparing to play in the Super Regionals of the NCAA Championship Tournament, Last weekend, Florida was able to capitalize on some great hitting to win the regionals that were hosted right here in Gainesville. The Gators put up 10 runs in the first inning against Wisconsin and played a near-perfect game from there on out to top the Badgers 11 to nothing. This weekend, Florida will be on the road playing the number three seed Virginia Tech Hokies for the right to go to the Women's College World Series. Going into the matchup, Florida's offense is hitting on all cylinders. Their pitching has been solid, and the Gators' fielding is better than it has been all year. And this year, the Gators' defense was in the top five in all statistical categories. Florida will play the Hokies Friday to start the Super Regionals. Two summer programs will be available to youth this summer through the Gainesville Police Department. They will act as theater programs for the Gainesville Police Department's Explorer Post 917. The Junior Police Academy will begin June 13th for 6th through 8th graders at the Oscar Lewis Pleasant Street Annex, located at 524 Northwest 1st Street, while the Public Safety Camp will begin June 27th, where students will meet at the Santa Fe Kirkpatrick Center. It kind of shows them the different facets of law enforcement, said Dontanya Smith, the program's advisor and corporal for GPD. They get to see what SWAT and forensic does, but also we bring in crime prevention. We bring in detectives. I want them to get a realistic approach of law enforcement, even in middle school, she said. The program costs $50 and Parents that are interested in applying can visit GPD's website at GainesvillePD.org. Well, back in sports, 
An announcement was made this week about the start time for the annual Florida-Georgia football game. I know Gator fans always circle this game on their schedules. And this year, with new coach Billy Napier on the sidelines and the fact that Georgia is the defending national champion, the game has some added hype. Another fun fact is that this year's game will be the 100th meeting between the Gators and Bulldogs. The SEC East rivals first met on the field in 1915 and have played on an annual basis in all but seven seasons. This year, the game will be on October 29th. No Halloween game this year. But October 29th at 3.30 p.m., the Gators and Bulldogs will meet in Jacksonville in the annual matchup. In other news, Alachua County is experiencing a little-known crisis that's leaving vulnerable children stuck in a system that's severely understaffed, advocates say. At least 76 foster children in Gainesville have been locked out of stable households due to a lack of available foster homes. As a result, Florida's system is becoming increasingly overburdened with too many vulnerable children, too few workers, and fewer eligible families. To help alleviate this problem, Foster Florida, a nonprofit organization that recruits, equips, and retains strong foster families, has joined with Partnership for Strong Families to significantly reduce the time required for a mandatory course families must complete in order to qualify for a foster home license. The program is being reduced down to two and a half days from 10 weeks. Doug Fast Track to Foster the course will allow families to become licensed even if they're not ready to immediately take in a child. And the course is good for five years. For more information on registration, you may email fosterflorida at lacey at fosterflorida.org. Florida baseball is playing in the SEC tournament this weekend. The Gators beat South Carolina in the first game of the tournament and are waiting to play Texas A&M until after the weather clears. Rain has delayed many of the games in Hoover, Alabama, where the tournament is being played. But the Gators are looking to get in a few wins under their belts to hopefully ensure a regional for the team next weekend. As schools are letting out, summer break can be daunting for working parents when it comes to feeding their children. With that in mind, and to make sure no child goes hungry during the summer, the Alachua County Public Schools Food and Nutrition Department again this year will provide a robust summer feeding program with more than 70 feeding sites for children up to 18 years old. The Summer Meals Program, which is funded annually by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, will provide free breakfast and lunch from June 1st through July 22nd at more than, as I said, 70 sites, including schools, community centers, and churches in Gainesville and Alachua County. All families need to do is show up at the feeding site during meal times. Adults wanting to eat with their children must pay for their meals at $1.75 for breakfast and $3.50 for lunch.
In high school sports this week, we had only one semi-local team left doing their thing. The Fort White girls softball team was playing for the state title this week. The Indians came up just short after a 6-5 loss. Fort White upset top-seeded Dixie County on their way to the championship game, but two fielding errors in the bottom of the sixth inning of the championship game doomed the Indians. They battled right to the end, head coach Chad Pageant said. They left it all on the field, and that's all you can ask of them. In other news, a ceremony to commemorate the lives of Alachua County residents who were lost at the hands of terrorism and injustice was held Saturday at the Willie Mae Stokes Community Center in McAnope. The observance, which consisted of collecting soil on or near a site where a lynching had occurred, is part of a larger Truth and Reconciliation program in Alachua County. This is a program that focuses on researching and documenting the lynching of black people that occurred in the county between 1877 and 1950. We realize that it's not just what's happened in the past, but really what's happening today, said Alachua County Commissioner Ken Cornell. How is systemic racism? How are our own personal biases or our privilege and how we were raised affecting our politics? And how can we change those policies to recognize the injustices of the past but more importantly, to make sure that we move forward in a way that includes everyone, the commissioner said. Well, all right, Javon, another week in the books. Another one down. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening to another episode of The Wrap-Up. Check out all the great news and sports coverage at Gainesville.com and Gatorsports.com. We want to thank all the reporters whose stories we gathered together to contribute to this podcast. Graham Hall, Javon Harris, Jershon Harrell, Ansley Lee, and Ida Mallard. I'm Brad McClinney, and you've been listening to the Wrap-Up Podcast. And I'm Javon Harris. Take care and have a good weekend.